Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, young chefs, and welcome to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. No, I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. Did you like my Molly impression? Do you think I fooled them? <laughs> it was it was pretty good. This master impressionist is Mitzi, an oven mitt, my right-hand gal, and co-host on the show. Every week on Mystery Recipe, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. First up is a round of Guess the Ingredient. Then, after we all find out our theme for this week, it's time for The Scoop, where our junior field reporter, Champ, will be out in the field, literally. And finally, we'll hear from young chefs like you about what you've got cooking up at home and what's cooking. Can you believe there are only two ingredients left in our final mystery recipe cook-along? That's right. Don't forget, listeners, our season finale is going to be a cook-along episode where you can listen and cook along with us in real time at home, using all the ingredients we've learned so much about all season. So far, we've covered eggs, vegetable oil, salt, sugar, flour, milk, and chemical leaveners. By the time the finale's over, you'll have made a delicious recipe to help you cope with all the crushing feelings of loss that come along with a season finale. Or you'll have another recipe under your belt that you can practice cooking to tide you over until we start our next season. One thing at a time, Molly. I'm not ready to even think about beginning season three. There's still so much of season two to look forward to. That's exactly right, which is why we should get right to it. Cue the theme. Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Mystery recipe. But the end of the season also means the end of Parker's internship, doesn't it? That is true. It's still three weeks away, though. Yes, but if these three weeks aren't anything like the past six weeks, they'll fly by. Uh, I've been so excited and also dreading their graduation ceremony. What's the word for being grateful and happy and desperately sad all at once? Adulting. Ugh. I gotta go find them and remind them to cherish every precious moment. Good luck with that. Let's play Guess the Ingredient. I'll play some sounds, and you at home get to try and guess what ingredients will be our theme for this week. Are you ready to play? Here we go. Hmm, any guesses what ingredient these sounds all have in common? I'll let you think it over while I call up our official ingredient guesser, Zoe. Zoe is 12 years old, lives in Warren, Rhode Island, and has been our official ingredient guesser since the beginning of Mystery Recipe. Hi, Zoe. Hey, Molly. How's it going today? I'm great. 
Awesome. We are getting close to the end of this season of Mystery Recipe. That's crazy. We are going to listen to a bunch of sounds, and you, as our official ingredient guesser, are going to guess what they are and help us figure out what the mystery ingredient is this week. Yay! Are you ready to go? Of course. All right, let's play sound number one. Hmm. Maybe like chips crunching in the bag, or I don't know, like if you have a bag of peanuts or pistachios, that kind of noise. Mm-hmm. What are the peanuts or pistachios doing in the bag when they make that kind of noise? Just kind of like rustling around, crunching. I like it. Very good guess. Let's do the next sound. That sounded like definitely something bubbling or like overheat. Mm-hmm. Heat. But I'm not sure what. Okay. Well, that's fine. We can keep that that heat idea in the back of your head. And let's listen to the third sound. It sounded like something being cracked or shelled. Like, um, one of my favorite snacks is uh, pakwan, watermelon seeds. And like when you open them, it sounds like that. Interesting. Well, this is not watermelon seed week. Unfortunately. (laughs) I I didn't think so. (laughs) This is a tricky one. This is a very tricky one. This might be the hardest one yet. But here are some hints to help you figure out what this ingredient is. So the world produces a lot of this ingredient, but 95% of it is fed to animals. There's a couple different ways to cut or process this ingredient, which affects how it's cooked and what it's used for. And it's often enjoyed as a warm breakfast. A warm breakfast. Yeah, so let's go back to thinking about that first sound, right? It sounded like nuts rustling against each other. Are there other Something things, crunching. Like a crunching. Are there other kind of breakfasty things that would rustle against each other? Cereal? Okay. I just don't think animals eat cereal. And it's not really a warm breakfast. Some people soak this one overnight and then heat it up in the microwave in the morning. Some people have packets of this and it's instant. So basically you just like add water and let it sit for a minute and it's ready to go. You can add all types of flavors, apple cinnamon, strawberry, blueberry. Ramen? No. (laughs) All right, so the second sound was something bubbling. That's what made me think ramen, but I don't really have a lot of instant ramen. Well, if you think about breakfast and that sound, which you're right, it's heat, it's water, it's boiling water. What breakfast foods might you cook in boiling water? Some people find this to be a a boring breakfast. I personally love it. I like to make it and then put a big pot of butter on top of it and then a lot of brown sugar and cinnamon. Mix it all up. Oatmeal. Yes. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) You did it. This is oat week. Interesting. I don't really eat oatmeal myself like a ton for breakfast. My sister loves it, but... (laughs) Yeah, it was a tricky one. So those sounds, the first one was actually the sound of scooping oats. So you were so right with like the nuts kind of rustling together because oat 
grains or groats are are kind of similar in that they rustle when you scoop them. And then the second sound is boiling water, how you cook the oatmeal. And then the third sound was interesting because you thought it was crunchy. It was actually the sound of mushy oatmeal. Oh, that makes sense. That makes a lot more sense. It's a very mushy, watery sound. That was good. That was the hardest one yet. Yes, it's oat week. All this week, we'll be learning about the goat of cereal grains, oats. From steel cut to instant, oats have long held a warm place in our hearts and our breakfast menus. These grains are not just for making oatmeal, however. They have lots of uses in baking, too, like cookies, crumbles, and granola bars. Zoe, thank you so much for playing Guess the Ingredient with us. We'll hear from you again next week. Bye! said they would be an intern here forever. We can cancel the graduation ceremony. Mitzi, that's not really how this works. But they said forever. An internship is something temporary, like school. People don't go to school forever. They go long enough to learn how to accomplish their dreams, right? Right. I mean, that's true. Just like anything else, this internship at some point needs to end so Parker can go on to do amazing and exciting things. Uh, like opening that diner they've been talking about all season. Exactly. Sometimes the people and places we love the most need to change so that we can all be the best we can be. If Parker stayed here forever, they'd never get to open their diner. Ah, uh, stop making so much sense all the time! Okay, you win. I'm just not very good at this goodbye stuff, Molly. Well, we aren't saying goodbye yet, but maybe we should make sure the graduation ceremony is back on? Right, right. I'll do that. I'll get the balloon artist to call to see if we can uncancel the giant balloon animals as well. The giant what? Uh, the what? I must have, uh, did you say something? <laughs> I gotta find Parker, though. Thanks, Molly! Hmm. Well, it's time for the scoop. Today, Champ is literally out in the field talking to a very down-to-earth gal. That's right, Molly. I'm here with, uh, what was your name? Sorry. Hello? Grain. Brain. Body. Earth. Well, I'm here with someone. We'll find out after the break. We'll be right back with more of The Scoop after this word from our sponsors. Grown-ups, these ads are for you. Hey, grown-ups. If there's one thing every kid loves, it's snacks. And with Kroger's Grocery Pickup Service, it's easy to keep your pantry stocked with the snacks your kids love. Like Kroger's Original Chipmate Cookies. My daughter Olive is a big fan. So these are the original mini chip meats from Kroger. What does it taste like? <laughs> does it have, uh, what does it have? Yeah. Chocolate. Chocolate. <gasps> Is it so yummy? With Kroger's pickup service, you can just shop online for groceries and pick them up at a store near you. To learn more, visit Kroger.com. Happy snacking. Mmm. Should we do cheers? Cheers! Here. Cheers, Daddy. Cheers. 
Hello, mystery recipe grown-ups. We want to tell you about the complete DIY cookbook for young chefs. Designed for kids ages 8 to 13, this cookbook is filled with recipes to make your favorite store-bought items from scratch at home. Since it's called the DIY Cookbook, our producer Chad tried to DIY our no-churn ice cream recipe. Okay, so I've gathered my ingredients here, which is really just various forms of dairy. I have my blender here. All right, so my heavy cream is whipped, and now I'm adding the rest of my various dairy products. I'm going to blend this one more time. And it's really just that easy. It looks beautiful. So I may not be a kid, but I do have the cooking skills of one. And I can say this was so easy. It came out absolutely delicious. And it's true that things do taste better when you do them yourselves. You can find the complete DIY cookbook for young chefs on Amazon or anywhere books are sold. And we're back. Champ, how are you doing over there? <laughs> so then I said you wouldn't know a chakra if it poked you in your third eye. <laughs> <laughs> that That's really funny. Uh, one second, Avina. Hey, Molly. We're good to go here. All right, take it away. Today, I'm here with Avina. Can I ask you to introduce yourself for us, please? I'm Avina. A tall stalk of oat grass, and a field just full and alive of beautiful oat grass. I'm a free spirit, grew up here on the land, planted my roots in the soil. I love the sun. I love a nice breeze. I try to keep the spirit of nature in mind and close to my heart always. Um, yeah, I guess that's... that's me. So we're in a field of oat grass... Can you tell me more about that? Oh, yes. I mean, this is it, champ. This is as good as it gets out here. We're just a field full of oat grass, part of this farm who's been growing oats this way for years and years. Oats, we're a hardy bunch, so we can survive in places that are a little cooler, get way too much rain. We'll be okay. We'll hang in. Roots in the dirt, we stand up straight and tall. We're a proud bunch. And what does oak grass look like? I mean, we're a really tall grass champ. We're green most of our lives, with lots of tall thin shoots that sprout up and grow maybe uh, two to three feet tall. We turn brown closer to harvest, and we generate these whole grains, or groats. Um, groats? Groats. Groats. Whole grain oats. They get harvested and provide sustaining life force to those who need it. Sustaining life force? Food. It's food. We're food. Oh, so the oats we eat come from oat grass. That's right. Groats are the little seeds of an oat grass plant. I love oats personally. Oh, champ, that is just too kind. I'm a big fan of your work, too. On, on, uh, what is this show called again? Mystery Recipe? Right, on that. 
I love your work too, Chomp. I eat oats in all types of ways. Granola bars, crumbles, oatmeal. It seems pretty simple as an ingredient. Not too much to it. So you grow from grass in a field. Majestic grass, beautiful fields. Mm, yes, yes. Then what? Not much, Champ. Not much. Oats are very chill like that. Just being ourselves, living our best lives. But you are processed a little bit, right? Yeah, so everything is. I wish you could just take a bite right out of the grass here, but that's not practical. First, the hull is removed, sort of like the seed's little fiber coat. Then comes a low-temperature roasting. We kind of just lightly bake a bit as a group. It's super fun. That gives us a lot of our flavor and dries them out a bit. If we're going to be a steel-cut oat, then each groat is chopped into a few pieces and sold just like that. But if we're going to be rolled oats, which is the most popular, then we are ready to roll. After roasting, we'll often get steamed to make us softer and then press between rollers to make us thin and easier to cook. Hence the rolled oats. Then we're cut into different sizes. What sizes? It really depends on the type of oats we're going to be. Right. Like old-fashioned, quick-cooking, or instant. Exactly. Old-fashioned oats don't really get cut up at all. Quick cooking gets diced a little so that they are smaller and can cook faster. And instant get cut up into tiny pieces. Oh, poor guys. But they cook in just seconds. Oats don't have to go through a lot. We just get that light roast, a little smush, and then chopped to what you want us to be. It's liberating to be so true to yourself. That's true. There's a special kind of comfortable and happy when you don't have to pretend to be something you're not. Or you don't have to do much to meet everyone else's ideas of what you're supposed to be. It's a privilege. What do you mean by a privilege? Well, I didn't ask to be oats. Just like you didn't ask to be born a person. But there are certain advantages I get just because of who I am. I get to grow in this nice sunny field. I get to be surrounded by stalks of grass that look like me. Those things are advantages, privileges I have that I haven't earned or worked for. They are just true simply because I am oats. Huh. I definitely hear what you're saying. Like it's a privilege that I can walk around on two feet and easily go where I want to go. Exactly. That's a privilege. So, once I recognize what privilege is, what do I do about it? You can start to recognize when your privilege gives you an advantage. It can be a tough thing to think about, but it's a really effective way of making the world a better place. Huh. Can you give me an example? Certainly. Let's say it were really cold outside and started to rain. What would you do? I would probably go grab my umbrella. 
and stand underneath it and stay dry. Smart thing to do. But me, as a stalk of oat grass, I don't have an umbrella. I don't have legs to walk around and try and find one. I don't have arms to hold the umbrella up and keep me dry. And so I get cold and wet. But if you come stand next to me with your umbrella, instead of standing over there by yourself, we can both stay dry. Huh. Just by recognizing my privilege, I can use it to help someone else in the rain. Exactly. Okay, I have one more question for you, Vina. Go for it. Do you think oatmeal gets a bad rep? Lots of people think it's kind of boring or unexciting. That's a good question. I mean, I personally don't care too much how people feel about oats, you get me? At least they know the real me. If I was, you know, getting hair and makeup done for hours, having my kernels popped, or getting sugar injections, going through intense and difficult transformations, all so that people would like me more, that would be too much work. I get to be myself, and lots of people like me for who I am. If you don't, you don't. At least I can be confident in knowing that I put an honest foot forward and showed everyone the real me. Huh. That's nice to hear. It sounds like it's easier to face other people's opinions if you think highly of yourself first. I think that's exactly it, champ. You don't have to add all types of sugar just so that people will like you more. You might lose yourself in the process. Sometimes you just need a light roast and a little bit of self-love. Well, that's our scoop for today, folks. Oats grow from oat grass. Privilege is an unearned advantage that you're born with. And it's easier to face other people's opinions if you think highly of yourself first. Do you want to just sway here in the wind with me for a bit, chump? You know, I really do. Back to you, Molly. Thanks, Champ, and thanks to Avina for those words of wisdom. Did I hear Avina say the words self-love, Molly? You did. Huh. That sounds like a nice idea. Is that when you just love yourself? That is exactly right. When you love yourself for being exactly who you are. It's not always easy, but it's so important. I can imagine. I know that when I really love myself, everything is easier, and it's easier to smile, especially compared to last season. These days, I'm not as hard on myself, and I don't feel bad about making mistakes because deep down, I love who I am, and that makes it easier for other people to love me, too. Cotton fibers. That's just about the nicest thing I've ever heard. Hi, Parker. I didn't hear you come in. If I could take one thing away from this whole internship... It's going to be the importance of loving yourself. Who knew you could even do that? You absolutely can, and you absolutely should. It's very important. Oh, speaking of important, we ought to get to what's cooking. Yes, for what's cooking, listeners, we need your help. We want to know what's cooking in your kitchens. Grown-ups, you can help your young chefs call in and tell us. Just dial one 833 Kids ATK. That's one eight three three 
543-7285 and have your young chef leave us a voicemail. It's that easy. That's right. We want to know your name, how old you are, and what you're making. It could be anything at all you've been cooking up at home. Tell us about the ingredients, how you made it, and how it came out. And not just your shining stars, either. We love hearing stories about recipes and kitchen experiments that maybe didn't go exactly to plan. Because it can be really fun when things go a little off track in a recipe, and you always learn something from it. Each week, we will play some of your recordings on the show. So, grown-ups, have your young chefs leave us a voicemail by calling 1-833-KIDS-ATK today. Parker went through all your submissions, and this week we have some great recipes and stories to share. Let's hear them, Parker. Hi, Mitzi, Molly, and Parker. My name is Rachel. I am eight years old, and I am a Girl Scout brownie. Just recently, back in October, we had a Girl Scout cook-along where we were trying to earn our snack badge. Since we are brownies, we decided to make brownies, but we made mug brownies in the microwave. All you have to do is add some cocoa powder into a mug and a few other ingredients, mix it well, microwave it for about one minute, let it cool for about five minutes, and then you're ready to enjoy it. But when we tried the recipe, it went a little wonky and we added too much cocoa powder. So for kids that want to try this recipe at home, maybe add a little less cocoa powder for this recipe. Bye, Mitzi, Molly, and Parker. I'm big fans of your podcast. My name is Teddy. I am seven years old. My birthday is July 8th, and I am from Dover, Delaware, and I'm cooking one pa- pasta. Hello, my name is Emma. I am five years old. I'm from Brooklyn, and a few weeks ago, I've made a apple pie with a salted honey glaze on top. It tasted great, and I loved it, and my mom's friend, Sari, came over to taste it, and she loved it. Thanks to everyone who sent something in. We've got tons more coming up this season, and we're going to include as many of the submissions as we can. So keep listening if you didn't make it on this week. And grown-ups, it's not too late for your young chefs to leave us a voicemail. Hey, Molly, a question for you. If I were to try and practice loving myself, how should I go about doing that? Well, you can work on some positive affirmations. I love the sound of that. What is a positive affirmation? It's just saying something kind about yourself. It's helpful sometimes to think about all the different things you love about yourself. For example, I love that I'm patient. Huh, this is fun. I love that I am brave. Nice one. You absolutely are. I love that I am a good listener. That's true. You are a really good listener, Parker. Practicing saying positive affirmations like these out loud to yourself is a great way to work on self-love. It's hard sometimes. When you think about loving yourself as a big, complicated feeling, where do you even begin? But it's easier to break it down and think about all the things you love about yourself one piece at a time. 
Thanks for sharing this with me, Molly. I'm excited to keep practicing. Absolutely. Well, that's all for today, folks. We'll be back with more groats next time. And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is? So far, we've talked about eggs, vegetable oil, salt, sugar, flour, milk, chemical leaveners, and oats. If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And if you like our show, leave us a review, please. Give us some stars and tell us what you think the Mystery Recipe will be. Until then, keep Keep on on cooking. cooking! Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birnbaum, and I am a bottle of Heinz tomato ketchup. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He is a cupcake. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a salty, sweet chocolate chip cookie. Megan Bagala was the associate producer for this episode. She's a vegetable frittata. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio. He's the cherry on top. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and is a fizzy drink. Our post-production supervisor is Ken Margolis in Artichoke. Our production manager is Diane Knox, who is also broccoli. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's a garden-grown green zebra tomato. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's a homemade ravioli. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, our deputy editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, assistant editor, Katie O'Hara, senior editor, Afton Cyrus, test cook, Andrea Vavgen, and test cook, Cassandra Laughlin. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Neo Sihi, Zoe Bates, Gina DeMay, and Champ Hollins. Thanks again to our sponsors, Kroger and Driscoll's. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. Can we do some positive affirmations for Oliver? Oliver is the most handsome of all kitties. Oliver is a great friend and an excellent Scrabble player. Oliver is ready to approach each day with the same sunny nap focus that he had during the last... Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts. And we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win.